Okay, ladies and gents, filibuster freestyle, your buddy Gavin. Couple things that I have to apologize for off the bat this week on the filibuster freestyle. Number one, we put up a pod the other day. It was a field trip pod from a filibuster freestyle bachelor party trip to Nashville, Tennessee. The, the sound levels, excuse me, the sound levels, the audio, etc., on that track, all over the place. Really couldn't control it in some respects because we had, we had taped three segments of that podcast live in Nashville, Tennessee, mostly in public or in public places, noisy places, but typically the vignettes in between you know, when I came back in and spoke, uh, the, video, the the audio was all off. It was super loud, super quiet, super whatever. And I realized that when I was recording, and I'm not at the home studio, I'm up in Boston this week, um, basically I, I left some earphones in the computer while I was trying to record. And um, that makes it sound like I'm even further underwater than usual when I don't use the right mic. So apologies on that podcast, though an okay podcast. This next apology is for the podcast that you are about to listen to. Um, yesterday, Freestyle Pundit, Andrew Patterson, and myself took a field trip, and we used that time in the car to come up with an impromptu podcast idea, which was we took some fake band names that had been thrown out there. Um, most recently, um, we had a podcast in which we... we, we give a shout out to Dan Duval, who I think is a comedian, but he's at Laser Duve on Twitter, and he will throw up some free band names and free knuckle tattoo ideas, which we've covered before in the pod. Andrew Patterson and I decided to take some of his September 8th, 2018 free band names and turn them into show ideas for, say, like Netflix, whether they be comedy specials or serious shows or reality shows, whatever. Really good pod in terms of we had no notes and just made it up on the spot. Problem is that uh, we use an app for these mobile pods called iTalk, and it works great. Props to iTalk on the use and the ease of use on an iPhone, for instance. The problem is I had my iPhone connected to the Bluetooth in the car, and it was the first time that that had ever happened. So the recording didn't go directly through the iPhone, which gives you pretty good quality, like the quality we had in the Honky Tonks in Nashville. What you have instead is it sounds like Andrew Patterson and I are in a helicopter recording the podcast. So great content, some really decent ideas, really great job by Andrew as always. Uh, 0.0 for me on production. I had no idea that it was going through the Bluetooth and no idea that we were going to sound like we were in a helicopter, but we do. So that's coming up after the theme song. Uh, it is the Netflix ideas based on fake band names from Dan Duval. Um, and actually, even though that sounds really convoluted, there's some pretty good banter in there. So filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can find us. You can follow us on Instagram at filibusterfreestyle. You can follow us on Twitter at filibusterfreestyle. Also, subscription services, podcast hosting services that we are on, in addition to SoundCloud.com, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Music Play, we are on Spotify, 
very new in the last month. So subscribe on Spotify, get all the new episodes and all the library of the old ones. Same thing for the uh, podcast service called Deezer, which is based in France, I believe. And we're getting a lot of good traction in France. So thanks, everybody, for subscribing on Spotify and Deezer here in December. And um, again, I hope you had a really good holiday season. We are in the final three, four days here of 2019. So I don't talk to you again before the new year. Happy New Year. And uh, here comes what is a great podcast content-wise, but very frustrating. Sounds like we're in a helicopter from a production standpoint. Thanks. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. Ladies and gents, your buddy Gavin. Filibuster freestyle. Andy Patterson's in the car with me. He's getting passed on the right. And Claire while he was drinking on his coffee. He was not a happy man. So, a multitasker. Drinking yeah. his coffee. Glaring. Glaring angrily. And since we're going 75, he's going 85? Yeah, and he's bounced again into a couple of lanes. And this, he's just... Uh... Which takes me back to a point that I've never made before, but thought often. Dudes in Cadillac SUVs, the worst. The worst. Absolutely. Unofficial sponsor of the week, Cadillac SUVs. Buy one. And if you're going to get a Cadillac SUV and it's white, wash it. Wash it. Especially in the winter in Massachusetts. Correct. Speaking of Massachusetts, here we are in the great Commonwealth. Driving, we're going on a field trip. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I am within 30 days of the wedding. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to... Some people do like a dry January. I'm just going to go dry from Christmas Day, which was two days ago, until the day before the wedding, the rehearsal dinner. Wow. The oh. official rehearsal dinner? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do about 30 days dry... Pre-wedding, want to fit into the tux, want to make sure it all works. Yeah. The holidays are tough. So you and I usually hang out in the holidays, uh-huh. and you and I usually will have a beer or two to do so. Yeah. But I figured today a field trip that doesn't involve beer. I always, and actually, I've, I've recently started, I've decided before I can have an alcoholic beverage, I uh, force myself to drink at least two pints of water in that day before it. Super smart. That's like... Before I have actually not even an alcohol beverage, anything besides water. Two pint rule: you have to have two pints of water before you drink anything that's not just straight water. So, so I did have my two pints, thinking as of their standing appointment, we could grab beers. But I'm okay not having. Well, beer. we could also have a beer. I, I'm just saying, or you could have a beer. I'm just saying we're on a field trip that doesn't involve beer, which is rare for us. It is, especially because you're not like a field trip guy, not really. at least outside of the state of Massachusetts. This is correct. This is a true story. So what I did is I found a place that was about an hour away uh, in the state, uh-huh. and we're going there now. So anyway, we got a fun little game. Um, can you tell me what the guy's name is again? It is Dan Duval, uh, and I believe his Twitter handle is Laser Dov, uh, D-A-O-V. Okay. Um, so and Dan is the guy, like ourselves in the freestyle, he's big into fake band names. He is. And a couple weeks ago, uh, Cindy Harrington guest hosted the pod when I was unable to speak. Yep. She actually had brought up a couple names from this exact list. But Dan does like a fake, free fake band name list. But Andrew and I are going to do today on the filibuster freestyle. Is we're going to try to take these fake band names and come up with Netflix television show, movie, or like comedy special, say, 
ideas for each of the band names. We're gonna we are we are turning this into our it's Laser Doof, by the way. Laser Doof. I just wanted to make sure that D O O V. Laser Doof. And he's also got his own podcast, The Hate Locker. Okay. Hell of a name. Great name. I mean the man does the hate. The man does the hate. I don't want to come up with a uh, a pilot idea for that yet. No. But it doesn't sound like it's a very good one. Like, I don't like scary movies, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. The Hate Locker is probably a scary movie. It is. Or or a comedy like farce of a scary movie, like the scary movie franchise. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what's the first big band name you want to tackle for a show? Um, oh, by the way, sorry, sorry, sorry. We have not rehearsed any of this. No, no, no. Uh, all I've done is seen the tweet. Yeah. From uh, September 8, 2018. From Laser 2. So uh, I don't think we need to go through all of them. No, pick, of them. pick a few that you think are good. Yeah, yeah. Absolute units. Absolute units. Go ahead. It's like, um, do you remember, what was the, uh, what's the football movie with, uh... Varsity Al- Blues. No, no, no. Al Pacino. Oh, Any Given Sunday. It's Any Given Sunday, but a, it's a TV show. It's like that, what did, Tori, what, what did uh, Dwayne Johnson try to do? It ballers. It's a little bit ballers. Okay. It's a little bit Any Given Sunday. Maybe a little bit Playmakers, the erstwhile ESPN show from back in the early yeah, 2000s. absolutely. So it's like an NFL, maybe fake NFL ripoff. Not rip uh-huh. but like redux. redux. Yeah, we know. Like they're not. They're not going to get the marketing for the NFL. Like it's not right. Because if you make it about the Buffalo Bills, then the only people watching are Bills Mafia. Correct. Patty Michaels. Patty Michaels set up a fantasy football league. Right. So it's got to be like fake NFL. Okay. Okay. I like it. I had another idea. All right, go. And I think what we can do is if if, if the first idea is one like worth continuing to talk about, we do it. And if someone had a contrary idea, we just go with that and then we move on. So my thought was, do you know how on Barstool Sports will put up Instagrams, and sometimes it'll be tongue-in-cheek, and sometimes it won't, about somebody being an absolute unit? Okay. Yeah, sure. So, like, you know, someone's in the gym, and, like, either it's a jacked guy or jacked woman or jacked, you know, animal even, and an absolute unit. I mean, yeah, yeah. seriously. But sometimes it's, like, a complete person who does not belong in the gym, but they're doing some weird exercise, and it's, like, Mr. Steal Your Girl, hashtag absolute unit. Yeah. I think it's a reality show okay. in which you find people who are ironic absolute units and you do like a 30 minute special on each of them I follow them around oh. kind of see what their day is like okay. but it's tongue in cheek honestly the more I think about it kind of mean but like as long as they're in on the joke and getting paid what do they care the big part of that for it not being mean would be for them to be on, in on the joke I mean and, get, and or getting paid if, if you can imagine if it Documentary crew followed you around for like an entire day, and, and you gathered your entire family to watch you just be wasted for thirty straight minutes, just completely dumped on. Yeah. You know, like you rent out the bar, you invite everybody you know. I'm gonna be famous. It's gonna be famous. This is it, and it's just thirty minutes of you being dumped on. Like that is a tough next day. That's fair. How do you face everybody again? It's tough. So, so okay, so we I think we figured it out. If we go that route. They need to be knowing protagonists. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. What is the next name you want to tackle? Although I do want to go back to this idea, though, because okay. who, who, like, does something that they think, like, gets them ripped, but then on the same time agrees to go on a TV show that they know is just going to make fun of that one? Huh. Well, think about, like, Bagel Boss. <laughs> right? Okay, I mean, like, just... Like, Bagel that- Boss went off on somebody... And then, then next thing I know, he's on Cameo trying to sell like autographs and happy birthday messages for ten bucks. He knows he sucks. Yeah, he's got it. But also, he's like, 
well, these are like my 15 seconds of fame. Can I stretch it into a minute of fame? When he's not sidelining as a Boston Sports Radio host, Tony Maserati, because I cannot see Big without seeing Tony Maserati. A local joke, but one that I get, yeah. and a great one. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, so I think that's what we do there. Okay, what's next? All right, this one is my favorite name on the list for just TV show potential, Grocery Cops. Grocery Cops. I, I mean, like, Dick Wolf is doing pretty well with his Chicago franchise. Yes. Um, but this has Dick Wolf written all over Like Grocery Cops, Grocery Fire, Grocery EMS. Or even just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm riffing. I don't know. But it doesn't even have to be grocery themed. It could be like Grocery Cop, uh, Grocery Cops. Uh-huh. Uh, SB, SBU, Special Vegetable Unit. Special Vegetable Unit! You know, like... Spin-off show, Special Vegetable Unit, right there. Yeah, Fake band name of the week. That's for you, Danny Dudes. Right. Anyway, yeah, okay. I'm um, I'm in on this. I have nothing better than that. Here's what I'd say as I switch lanes. This is what we call real-life narration. Yeah. Grocery Cops. You, so you, you're thinking, like, like serious, like like, like SVU? Yeah, uh-huh. Like Ice-T is, like, playing a yeah, serious I mean, like, Grocery Cop. So Richard Belzer, uh, was that his name? Yeah. John Munch. He went from he bounced from a couple of like those cop shows playing the same John Munch character. I think Grocery Cop like to launch it. Ice T. Uh, I don't know what his character name is on the show, but he gets transferred to the grocery division. That would see, but that alone would be funny, like in real life. Yeah. But I also would probably watch the hell out of that. Oh, absolutely. How about both Ice-T and Ice-Cube went from gangster rappers, and I use that term literally, mm-hmm. to, like, America's Sweethearts actors 30 years later? And 30 years later, they've made that full full transformation. Um, I think, uh, to make a timely reference, it goes back to Eddie Murphy's SNL monologue. I didn't see it. Okay. Give it to me. Give me the abridged. Uh, well, I'm not going to do the impersonation, but he Thank called you. out Bill Cosby. Yeah. And then said, doing a Bill Cosby impersonation, couldn't pop style with the head shake. Who's America's dad now? <laughs> because, uh... Yeah, because Eddie was a bad boy of comedy. And they had beef, and Bill Cosby was big in telling Eddie Murphy he was doing it wrong. Right, because he was being dirty. And here's the thing. Not that I have to belabor the point, because I think as we go over these Massachusetts potholes, yeah. everybody knows the Bill Cosby saga. But when you're doing a squeaky clean PG-13 comedy routine, the best advice is don't be a complete creep. This is great life advice because this is the kind of people tune into these. But my point is, like, Eddie is, and again, some of the stuff he was doing in the 80s, incredibly homophobic, no longer plays, no longer funny. And, but, but I think Eddie, Eddie has owned that uh-huh. and said, hey, like, listen, like, if I was coming up now, obviously I wouldn't be doing that. Right. But Eddie, to your point, morphed into, like, the Clumps and the Nutty Professor franchise, and he's doing voices and the donkey Shrek. Mm-hmm. So he, to his point, he went from in his 20s, bad boy of comedy, Bill Cosby was pretending to be something he wasn't, which is a wholesome Cliff Huxtable is fake. And Bill Cosby was a comedian who was a very bad man. And not just that, super abrasive about it to other people. Like he holier than that. That he thought Eddie Murphy Holier than that. Anytime somebody's holier than that about something, it means they're probably doing it. Matt Lauer? Yeah. All right. I think we should move away from uh, Matt Lauer career recovery back in June. Yeah, anytime you go with Bill Cosby and Matt Lauer unplanned while driving a car, you walk it. You walk away. By the way, neither of those men deserve to have a career. We are Correct. Not, we are 100%, not 100% on board with them never having anything to do with us or any of our TV show ideas. Yeah. Period. Right, I'm giving you one that I have uh, nothing for. Okay. Two, uh, lights on for pie. 
Lights on for pi. Okay, let's make it a play on words. Let's say it's pi like the number. Okay. It's a math-based show. For those who are raised, like, you know, those who are our age, when your math teacher was out in the early 90s and they wheeled in the VCR and they played MathNet. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a TV show yeah I think it's I think it's a, like, it's a play on words. So the light's on, like, idea, brain's on, okay. the cap's on, okay, for pi, solving equations and stuff like that. I think it probably needs to have some type of, like, have you seen, okay, here's one. Have you seen the John Mulaney new children's special on Netflix? I have not, but uh, my sister watched with her kids, and she said it's good. She said it's kid-oriented, but also with adults. Yeah, a little bit like that. I think this is probably the next iteration of that. Okay. I, I watched it the other night uh, with Chief Finance Officer Cindy Harrington. I was okay with it. She was let down. Yeah. Um, neither, neither, was the children. neither one of us are children, right. so I think that's fair. Yeah. But anyway, I think Lights Out for Pi could be like the math edition of this this new thing that they're doing, obviously, in uh, in Netflix world where comedians are doing, like, educationally-based, children's-based programming. Yeah, I think that's a great route to go. I mean, it's minus the letting Sin Harrington down portion of the uh, program. Yeah. Not, but she loves John Mulaney. Not his fault. Nope. Uh, well, I mean, his fault. It's on him. <laughs> but again, she's not the target demo. Correct. Okay, what else we got? Correct. Paper straws. So, Oof. that's a tough one to come up with. Something about it brings, like, 80s, high school. Okay. You can take those, it's like a John Hughes movie, but, but as a uh, TV show. I think I got it. Something field that. I, I think I got it with you. Okay. I can, I can merge mine with yours. It can be a show, kind of like How I Met Your Mother, with a narrator, mm-hmm. in the future. Okay. So, let's stick with your 80s thing. Yeah. Let's stick with childhood. And being young in the 80s or 90s, whatever. It can even be a 90s nostalgia show now because we're getting so far removed from the 90s. Yeah. Anyway, one of the things that I've noticed when I go out to eat with people, whether it's for pleasure or whether it's for business, is everybody went with when they get a paper straw. Like, it's like the wet blanket. Yeah. Everybody doesn't want any sea turtles to die, but they also want a plastic straw. And part of me is like, just drink out of the glass, but that's a whole other band name. They wash them. Right. They wash them. Anyway. I think what happens is paper straws is a metaphor for each episode where the narrator tells a story about his or her childhood and a crummy instance of their life. And so, like, the kids will be out at a restaurant. They'll be at Applebee's or whatever. There'll be some weird kind of gotcha moment where they're like, ah, oh, paper straws. And then the narrator goes into, I'll tell you about the time when And then they go into, like, him going to a poison concert and getting us swirly in the toilet at the concert or something okay. like that. Okay, That's so like each one starts in the future with a different... I like that. I like that angle. Yeah, and like you don't know when the paper straw or, like, instant's going to come up. When it'll be. But it's going to be like, ah, oh, paper straws. Yeah. Next thing you know, goes into the vignette. Bang. That's the show. Speaking of straws, remember silly straws? Oh, do I? Silly straws. I can see, I mean, I'm not around too many, but... Are those still the thing? Silly straws. Don't know. Not in the demographic, but... We could Google it, but we're driving. <laughs> so we will not. Let's do one more. That was a good one. Let's do one more. And I'll edit oh. the silence out. Or not. Oh, yeah. How about uh, pony meat? Pony meat? Uh, question mark apostrophe? Uh, apostrophe. Uh, exclamation point question mark. Okay. So more of like a... It's more... Sounds like they don't know if it's pony meat or not. Yeah. But they're pretty excited about it. 
which not advocating pony meat. No. But okay, but I don't think you eat veal. Number one, you number one, not a cooking show. No, actually, if you want a food angle, my food angle was going to be. Um, have you ever watched Survivor? Sure do. So on Survivor... In 2000. Not like Dan and Dara O'Brien who watch it today. So do I. Dan and Dara oh, O'Brien. Okay. We should have a uh, next... I'm in the minority. Next winner's season. I think Dan, Dara, and I get to take over at least once. I would love that. Survivor. I will just produce it silently. Season. Let's do that. All right. Table that one. Dan and Dara, put it on the calendar. Okay, so back to the Survivor. But in years past, they used to, every year, they have done a year's do a gross food challenge. Yep. Where it would be... I think, I don't know if it was local delicacy or whatever, but they just grabbed gross foods from that area. And you yes. Eat it quickly. Yes. I mean, I think I would watch a yeah. TV show that is that. Honestly, that's what it's. That. It's kind it's of like, the Fear Factor too. I was gonna say it's kind of like Fear Factor. It was the best segment on. But but actually, can I ask you a question though? Can the food taste delicious but be something gross? Like so, for instance, oh, instead that. of eating like a yeah. raw, like raw it's bug. Right. Like, can it be a well, like, al dente, you know, like, whatever. Like, can a, can a gourmet chef, can a gourmet chef make something disgusting to think about delicious? And so yeah. the person's like, I don't know what it is, pony meat? And he's like, no, it's like fried something gross. But, yeah. like, it tasted great. Yeah. That way it's like a gourmet cooking show I want, and disgusting I want all at once. That's a real show. Yeah, that's a show. That's you, a show. You spin the wheel, it could be something that's just straight up disgusting. Like, okay, I like it. Could it could just be eating straight off like yeah. squid eyes. But, like, we're not going to make you eat a gross thing. We're going to prepare it in a way that you're like, ah, oh, pretty good. Pony meat? <laughs> <laughs> if you're okay with that. Right. Like, ethically. I like it. So many things we can do with that one. I want to revisit that one in another pod or, like, another brain yeah. session. One that sticks out for me um, that I just remember was on there is one called My Vegan X. Okay. And I think that could literally be about the year that I went vegan. It happened to date, like, 14 different people. And that can just be a mini-series about that time that Fat Gavin became a vegan, lost a bunch of weight, and had no emotional availability. Okay. So, so <laughs> you know what that is, though? That's not, like, a continuing series. That is a one A limited series. 14 episode. Each episode is a different yeah. girl. And it's me episodes. ordering beer, french fries, and salad because, <laughs> to quote me in 2014, that's vegan. Uh, here you go. It could be you being everything you weren't then. Yes. With Cindy, your, yes. your soon-to-be wife. Yes. And your ex-girlfriend who put up with all the crap. Gavin. Yeah. Has to sit there. Right. And eat dinner with the two of you. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. That's my show. Also, Paper Strauss. And, and then yeah. they tell a story about me in the past. <laughs> Maybe Paper Strauss <laughs> and my vegan ex is the same thing. Yeah, right. Or it's like a spin-off of a spin-off. Uh, this might be my new favorite. This might be the best one. Yeah. But we're going to revisit this because guess what? It's the end of 2019. This is a 19-ish minute pod, so I'm going to end okay. it here. It'll probably be longer when I put in the friggin' theme song and all that. Right. But Andrew Patterson, Health 2019, anything you want to share with the folks going into 2020, or are you, are you good? I think I got it with the two pints. Everybody get on board. Two pints of water before you imbibe any other liquid. Uh, coffee is an exception because I can't wake up and slam two pints of water. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be in a... I'm talking more like soda, soda water. Tell you what, I don't think you could give any better advice than that for 2020. Okay. Everybody, we are going very close to our future destination. We'll probably never tell you where it was. That's the mystery. Happy New Year, everybody.